Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. You're listening to the Dana and Parks podcast on KMBZ. It's good to be with you guys. Oh, I love that song. It's a good one. Did we, you guys hear that weather report? Um, okay. Go home, Mother Nature. You are drunk. It was it got Wasted. all the way down to 16 at 6 a.m. this morning. And then Jennifer Naramore just said that on Sunday we're gonna reach 80. Yeah. It's uh we're going to sporting on Saturday night. It's gonna be 74. Wear your shorts. <laughs> Have so no, are we have done? No fear. Like after this day, are we done? Uh, we just get third, through today. Let me take a gander. I'll give that a day in court. Third winter is coming to an end tomorrow. Okay. Uh, at, <clears throat> will we have a fourth? I don't know. Well, let me you take a gander. You let the Midwest decide. Hang on, y'all. I kind of want to be done. Like one cold day and let's get so right back at it. 54 tomorrow, yeah. 60 on Friday, 72 Saturday, 77 Sunday, 62 Monday, and then we're in the 60s and 50s all next week. Boom. It's over. Well, we made it through. Come on now. You know we made it through. Still not even March 1st oh, yet. Oh, yeah. Although I always think of March 1st as the official first day of spring, even though I know it's not. When we See, I always think the winter months are, because even though winter doesn't technically start until December 20th or 21st, anything in December is winter, January and February, winter. Right. March, April, May, spring. I would throw a lot of November into that category as well. Hmm. All right. I would not. Anyway, uh, how was the uh, basketball game last night, Samuel? <sighs> it was a blast. I loved every second of it until, uh, well. Until the end? Yeah. When the buzzer to, to sounded and we yeah. lost. <laughs> um, I love Hunter Dickinson. He's a wonderful player, but he better be shooting about 8 million free throws Did today. Did you see at the end? Well, you probably didn't see because you were there. My children were all there. And at the end of the game, apparently Bill Self just had his head in his hands like, what is going on. Well, he said in the post-game press conference that he had a bad feeling about this one. Um, and, Coach, whenever you have a bad feeling in the future, please game plan differently because I don't know what happened, but you had a 10-point lead. Bad, what do you mean he had a bad feeling? He, that's what he said in the post-game press conference. I don't know. Yeah, they had a 10- or a 12-point lead With 17 minutes half. to go. Yeah, yeah. They had no, a 10-point lead. It's not good. Uh, Hunter Dickinson missed eight free throws. 
What um, is that? Is that the yips? I know you're not supposed to say that out loud when you're talking about sports. I have no idea. Like, do you miss one and then you miss another one and then it's like, oh my God, now this is a thing. It was rough to watch. Whatever was going on, it wasn't going well. All right. Speaking of not going well, can we please update everyone on Chiefsaholic? Because my gosh, that is the gift that keeps on giving. Well, he was in court today. Yes. Federal court. Yes. uh, Pleaded guilty to just about everything. As I go through the stack to try to find that story. Well, how are you going to say, okay, I didn't really rob 36 banks. It was 35. Like, whatever the number is. Uh, he did admit to robbing 11 banks. He admitted to the exact amount of cash that he got <laughs> from each of those banks. He admitted to cleaning that cash, which was alleged, through casinos. Through casinos. But that's which, not which even you, the funniest by part. By cleaning, you mean laundering. Uh-huh. Yes. In crime lingo, it's cleaning. Yeah. All right, so mm-hmm. listen to this. Uh, is it Javier Babadar? Uh, Zaviar, Zaviar is how they said it in the documentary. Thank but. you, Sam. Zaviar Babadar, known as the Kansas City Chiefs superfan Jeevesaholic, pleaded guilty in federal court today to three charges in connection with a string of robberies or attempted robberies at banks across seven states in 2022 and 2023. He pleaded one count guilty of money laundering, one count of transporting stolen property across state lines, and one count of bank robbery. Why do they do that? Um... To, well, to, like, preserve if something would happen and he would get out, you have other charges that you could file? Theoretically, I mean, yeah, that that, that theory works. Um, also because what's the point in, in taking it to a jury when it's going to cost the, the state or, in this yeah. case, the federal government He's money? He's so guilty. They know it. He took his ankle monitor off. All he, the things. We're, we're going to get you on bank robbery. There's five to ten years. We're going to get you on mon- money laundering. There's five to ten years. Uh, we'll get you on transporting stolen goods over state lines. There's another five to ten years. I mean, they've got him good for probably anywhere between 15 and 30 years. Well, and if you guess. throw all 11 in there, all the defense attorney has to do is convince them that, well, you know, that one And he's bank, only 29 years old. Can, can, 29 years old hearing, by the way, scheduled for July. And as part of the plea agreement, he must pay back $532,000 in restitution. Oh, that's not Which is not part. happening. That, that, that he doesn't have. And he has to forfeit, <laughs> wait for it, yeah. property to the government, including an autographed painting uh-huh. of Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes, which was recovered by the FBI. Now, look, we're going to break that sentence down right now. Why do you have to forfeit that property to the government? I don't know. With because, whom does that painting belong? Well, well, if he bought that painting with stolen money. Ill-gotten gains. Mm-hmm. Bingo. That, it, that was one of the first pictures that we ever got of Chief Saholic's actual face. Before that, it had just been the wolf mask. Uh, and for whatever reason, right before he got caught, he decided that he was going to start showing people his identity. And he went to a Chief's gala. Do you guys think that, there, that this guy has a dire need to become famous? Like that's you mean all, a case of the look at me's? Yeah, a really bad, bad case of the hey, look at me's. Or did he also have a really bad case of I need to call 1-800-BETS-OFF? Like what, well, what, right, true, true. what was this, you know? I don't know. Did he ever say? Did well, he ever say why? You got to eat. Okay, but there are other ways to make money. I mean, we've always said like robbing a bank is one of the statistically stupidest one of ways. the worst stupidest ways well, they for, did for a figure very out, quick, short payday. In their research for the documentary, and I could be wrong on this because I never saw the documentary. I just read about it. But I believe that they did figure out that he worked at some sort of warehouse prior to his crime spree. At some point, he was no longer working at that warehouse and somehow continued bringing in the dough. Hmm. Okay. Is that, that the last I mean, we hear about it? Taking the dough. The documentary, by the way, is horrible. Do not waste your time. It's horrible. 
They talked to one girl who met him like once, and they talked to like another <laughs> super fan that's like, we didn't really, we didn't even really know his first name. We just knew one day he was supposed to be at the game, and he wasn't. He also had no affiliation to K State, who he also claimed to be a super fan of. I don't just know. an interesting guy. The whole thing. He's is just... not interesting. <laughs> no, it's pretty interesting. No, he's not. He he is he is a glutton for attention. That's all he wants is attention. I want to know what happens to government property seized in cases like this. This is a signed Patrick Mahomes painting. You know, I'm not saying this hangs in some attorney's office, but what do they do? Do they auction, auction it off, off for charity? They put Are, it on eBay? Well, I would imagine if he owes five hundred and thirty something thousand dollars in restitution or whatever you said it was. Uh, my guess is that they auction off this signed Patrick Mahomes painting, and that money goes toward the restitution. Oh, I would say they're completely separate. They're still going to auction it off, though, just to take in the money. And do what? Put it in the government in the coffers? Kitty? Yeah. Okay. I, I have... How do I say this? Chiefsaholic drives me crazy for, for more reasons than just his criminality. Th- this is a guy who so desperately needs attention. Okay. Can I read the attorney's statement? Oh, please. Is it his attorney? Yes. Of course. Today was a big day for Xavier Babadar. From the beginning of this case, the government has been blitzing, and Xavier's pocket was collapsing. Okay. But today, Xavier stepped up to the pressure and took responsibility for his actions. If you know anything about him, if the Chiefs' kingdom knows anything about him. We don't. It's that even when Xavier was under pressure and he stumbled and fell, he did not let his knee touch the ground because he knows there is still hope. Now I hate this. The attorney literally released a statement with tongue-in-cheek, bizarre football references when if you remember, I mean, and we can make fun of this and like, what is he thinking? Nine bank robberies. The victims of those robberies who were the tellers who were there when he walked in and, you know, threatened. I hate this attorney. With an airsoft th- th- gun, There by the way. are actually traumatized victims yep. at some, if not all, of those banks. Traumatized victims. Sure. Uh, the, the, I was about to make a joke, and, and I don't know if they're an, a client or an advertiser, so I won't say the name. Um, what low-rent attorney wrote that? And by low-rent, I mean low-rent. he was under pressure, and he stumbled and fell. Did he fumble? He did not let his knee touch the ground. Okay, I hate you. <laughs> and I'm not talking to you, I'm talking to the attorney. And here's the deal. I'm not saying I hate the attorney. Like, I do. You're, you're going to do what you do and release the statement, and you know that that's going to be headline. The problem with all of this is there are real victims with real names and real faces who thought they were going to be shot, who it was traumatizing for everyone involved. That's why I still don't understand it's one count. Try try to be moderately professional. Right. You're you're representing a client who did horrible things. He robbed banks, terrified people, to your point, Mm -hmm. probably sent people into counseling to deal with what they had to deal with. Yeah. And... You're making football puns that his pocket was collapsing as the federal government blitzed? Come on. That's below the belt. You know better. How, how about something as simple as my client 
took responsibility for his actions. It's difficult to do. He is sorry for the victims. We, that have, we, we, yes. we apologize to all of those that were affected by his criminal behavior, and he is going to serve his sentence and get on with his life. Okay. That's it. Yeah, and leave it at that. We don't need the, and even when he was almost sacked, his knee never touched the ground. He didn't fumble. <laughs> Come on. Be better. Just be better. 913-586-7798. Before we continue, I have a serious question. Is there a shortage of chewing gum in America? They actually just studied this, and they said that the um, metrics that they use to look at consumer satisfaction or whatever yeah. um, tend to suggest that people are no longer buying gum. Yeah, millennials and Gen Zers are killing the chewing gum industry. Okay. Well, so I was driving home last night. I kid you not. And I, did, I, I ended up putting them back. <laughs> Rarely do I tell somebody, your prices are ridiculous. Normally, For I'll gum? So I, 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 I'm heading home last night, and I'm low on gas. So I, just, I pull into a BP not far from my house. And I'm gassing up, and I'm like, you know, hmm, a little coffee breath from work. I think I'm going to go in and buy some gum. And somebody that I'm friendly with, she has a, a gum that she likes, and I have a gum that I like. So I go in, and I get the kind that she likes, and I get the kind that I like. And I go up to the counter, and the lady rings me up, and she goes, I kid you not. That'll be fourteen dollars and seventy-five cents. Wait for gum. Two. And, and wait a minute. Wait a so minute. So I bought. Um, were they the mega pack? No, no. These were just the the polar ice or whatever. Yes, it in, is. in the plastic. The little tin where where you can lift one side to share with everyone, or one side to just share with yourself. Okay, yes. those are a little more expensive. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I got two of those: the flavor that she likes and the flavor that I like. Right. And I went out there, and the lady goes. Doop. And I look over at this at the scanner and she goes, $14.75. And I go, I'm sorry? She goes, that'll be $14.75. And I looked at her and I said, I know that you don't <laughs> no. I'm not kidding you. This That's is five forty-nine a pack. <laughs> I know. That's insane. I looked at her and I said, I know that you work here and you don't set the prices. But these prices are ridiculous. ridiculous. I said, she goes, Do you not want them? I, I go two packs of gum for fourteen dollars and seventy five cents. No, I thought I thought it would be like way? six bucks. How much is like the big huge thing of Listerine or Scope? It ain't nowhere near fourteen seventy five, and that stuff's expensive. Well, I, I don't. I mean, I just figured, you know what? Screw it. I've got coffee breath. I'm gonna go home and just brush my teeth. I'm not paying fourteen dollars and seventy five cents. For two packs of gum. You old fuddy-duddy. What are you talking about? Your prices are too... I, back in my day, no, I didn't get say, a pack of gum. Sam, I was very polite. <laughs> I said, I know that you just work here. You don't set the prices, but these prices are ridiculous. You don't. What, what, was it dentine ice? I'm going to need no. more information about exactly what this was. Sam, what is the brand? It's Polar Ice or something like I, that. I don't know the brand off the top of my head. It might even be extra. I don't know. but those, It wasn't extra. Those cups are a little bit more expensive because you get more gum. It's not the standard run-of-the-mill 15 stick of gum pack. 
Okay. Those are still like two forty nine, but even two forty nine is a little extreme. I mean, but what are we dropping? Like seventy five cents a piece? I mean, give me a break. You want the expensive stuff? That stuff better clean my teeth. <laughs> I better get kissed by every woman well, I was that just I walk past. Say, that's like you're bumping up against out of pocket root canal. I mean, it was crazy, and I just I <laughs> look up most expensive gum. Well, all right. Most expensive gum. Ooh, I, ooh, I put in most expensive gun. Oops. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> oh my god. Well, now I know the most expensive gun. Uh, Mastika gum. Yeah, but that's gold plated. Is the world's most expensive gum. Let me look at why is gum so expensive. This is not just inflation. That just seems no, th- stupid. Th- th- there's no way. There's no way. Speaking of prices, here's an interesting story from the New York Post. They have uh, found an abandoned McDonald's on a remote Alaskan island. Okay. Wait. <laughs> How remote? <laughs> Population 154. Attic. Are there people inside? <laughs> Attic Island. Excuse me. <laughs> um, you guys can come out now. Can I get a number four, please, with fries? <laughs> Attic Island, I'm assuming it's in the Aleutian Islands. Is the ice cream machine working? So it, it was at Attic Island, which, yes, is in the Aleutian Islands. It is one of the farthest Aleutian Islands. Population of the of the island is 154. Okay. Got it. And there was, on Attic Island, a McDonald's that shuttered in 1994. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, they've gone back into that McDonald's, which still stands. And the price board is still up. From 1994. Wow. Would you care to guess? From 1994. Yep. So 30 years ago. Uh, not, a, I, I bet you a, a cheeseburger was 79 cents. I don't have cheeseburger on. Uh, or a hamburger. How about, guess the price of a Big Mac. Um, from 1994. Okay. Uh, $2.30. Wow. $2.45. Boom! Um, I should go on the prices right. Oh, a, wait, I did. And wow. you won the whole thing. A Happy Meal was $3.36. An Egg McMuffin, which, by the way, I bought one the other day. I had the Egg McMuffin meal. That's the cost of gum these days. It really is. Yeah. It was $7.69 for the meal. An Egg McMuffin back in 1994 cost you $1.95. The Big Mac meal, the Big Mac meal, so the Big Mac, the fries, and the soda in 1994 Four dollars and fifty nine cents today, between fifteen and eighteen dollars. Now you also have to keep in mind with this being a remote island and such a low population, oh, these prices the price were inflated higher. for that time. Okay, yeah. but here's what's they funny: been higher. Mm-hmm. zoom right. in, Scott, on the photo of the drive through, and it's so funny. You guys will be transport. We're going to put this on social. You will be transported right back in time because you will remember how. Like, okay, let me explain, like, the numbers. It says low-fat milkshake, okay? And then there's, like, three little squares where they have the ability to go in and scroll the numbers up or down if the price goes up or down. Adjust them Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'd forgotten that's what fast food Mm -hmm. billboard things looked like back then. There's grass growing up over it. Very interesting. Uh, when will we get back? We we told you earlier this week that Wendy's is about to do Uber-like surge pricing. 
Wendy's is trying to clarify this now. <laughs> they're running back so how, fast they're okay, going to trip. <laughs> how does one clarify surge pricing? Everyone knows what surge pricing means. They came out with a statement about surge pricing. We talked about this yesterday. Well, we didn't really mean surge pricing. Uh, great question on the text line. Scott, did you uh, end up going in and paying your car payment? Uh, was the call a scam? Uh, here's, here's what I will tell you. Um, well, remind everybody what this was about. Well, very quickly. Yesterday, I got a call from an, an 800 number that said it was U.S. Bank, and it, it was a lady who said I hadn't paid my car payment yet, and she needed my bank routing information so that I could make my car payment. I had sent in a check for 100 bucks, which was not my car payment, blah, blah, blah. And she said, do you want me to use the, the card on file? And I go, well, I don't mm -hmm. know. What, what does the card end in? And she said, 5115, it's a Bank of America card. And I said, lady, I've never banked at Bank of America. And I have nothing against Bank of America. Don't get me wrong. I said, I've never banked at Bank of America in my life. And she said, well, you paid a year ago with a Bank of America card. And I said, no, I didn't. I pay with checks because that's who I am. And then I said, tell you what, you're sus. Okay, stop using that word. You're, you're sus. I'm Please not saying she more. wasn't sus. I'm and, saying maybe and, and we so, stop using that so word. so I said to her, I said, why don't you guys just send me a new bill? I'll get it in two or three days and I'll pay it immediately. She said, well, we, we're not going to do that. We're not going to send you another bill. And I go, okay, lady, listen to me. And so I get the USPCS delivery notifications in my email mm -hmm. that show me what's in my mailbox before I go to it. Guess what's in my mailbox? Mm, tell me. A statement and a bill from U.S. Bank. Oh, all right. She, she said, we won't send you a bill. You didn't pay your last one. I know I did. And in my mailbox today was my next statement and bill from U.S. Bank. Okay. Well, then either way, she's a dirty liar. She, she was a dirty liar, and it was a scam. 913-586-7798. <laughs> 586-7798. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. I tell you, someday we're going to have to put together, like, a Freedom Rock CD of the Dana and Parks Rejoin Music. And we're going to make a mint. We are going to make a mint. So we shouldn't tell anybody that they can get it for free on the Dana and Parks Rejoin playlist on Spotify? That is correct. Okay. Uh, Story here from ABC News. Wendy's is pushing back. Your favorite restaurant, Dana. Wendy's is pushing back on reports that the restaurant chain will increase menu prices. Wendy's issued a statement yesterday saying that it is investing $20 million into high-tech digital menu boards that would have the capability to update prices in real time. They could surge prices, decrease prices, based on supply and demand. Quoting here from the nation's second largest burger chain in a statement yesterday, we said these menu boards would give us more flexibility to change the display of featured items. This was misconstrued in some media reports as an intent to raise prices when demand is highest at our restaurants. We have no plans to do that and would not raise prices when our customers are visiting us the most. Liars. Wendy's added that any changes would be designed to benefit our customers and our restaurant crew members. So you're going you're telling me you're going to decrease prices? Not increase prices? And by the way, Wendy's, you can try to walk this back as many times as you want. That is not what you said originally. So they're saying, we're saying we're not going to, but we were just bringing up the idea that we could. But we're not going to. We just could if we wanted to. They said that they were going to engage in surge pricing. The statement was released, and we read it in its entirety yesterday. I mean, I I don't know how you walk something back like that after there's been a statement made about it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, here's what the CEO said in an earnings call on Tuesday. Beginning as early as t- uh, 2025, we will begin... Te- listen to these words very carefully. We will begin testing more enhanced features like dynamic pricing and day part offerings along with AI-enabled menu changes and suggestive selling. Now, in what business do they tell you, hey, we're going to keep it at this price, which is the same price during rush hours, but then we're going to lower the price to encourage more? If that was the case, why not say it? Well, that would be happy hour at that point. I mean, if the whole point was, hey, we're not going to screw the customers, which is what they're saying today. We're not going to screw you guys, and we will never increase our prices. Why not say that? Why not say we're going to continue to offer our menu at the regular price, you know, between 11 and 2 and between 4 and 7, but between 2 and 4 and after 7 p.m., we're going to decrease the prices of our menu items to help our customers afford a meal better. They didn't say that which tells me that the real intent was to increase the prices. That's what surge pricing means! Did I miss something about the definition of surge pricing? The word is surge, not de-surge! Let me make a bold prediction. Wendy's never does this. Ever. No, they tested the waters, the word got out. They dipped their toe in the water, Mm -hmm. and now, bye-bye. And sharks were biting. Yeah, they didn't like it. They they were skewered. I was watching the morning news yesterday. Um, 
and a little bit today even. Um, and they were skewer. It was this morning because I remember thinking, oh, we talked about that yesterday. Um, they were skewering Wendy's. And you know that Wendy's PR people were like, we're getting crushed on the cable news channels this morning. We look like jerks. And, and, um, I'm and, sure their stock didn't go up. Andrew Sorkin, who is on Squawk Box on CNBC, and I was watching him uh, this morning, had a great point. Wherever there is a Wendy's, what is right across the street? McDonald's. McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Those usually go in pairs. And if they're not in pairs, it's like, you know, a couple of blocks from one another. Right. So, what else would you say? I would say, is is there like a sonic, is there another tandem of those restaurants you can think of? Like when a quick trip goes in, does a Casey's General Store go in? And the answer is uh, no. Whenever a CVS goes in, a Walgreens There goes it is, in. CVS and Walgreens. They're always right next to each other. Hmm. Always. Uh, Burger King and McDonald's, Wendy's and McDonald's. They're always right next to each other. E- even in my neighborhood, there's we don't have a Burger King out in Western Shawnee, but we have a McDonald's and a Wendy's is right across the street. So if you're going into Wendy's in 2025, yeah, and it's 12:30 in the afternoon, and they want seven dollars and fifty cents for their burger because they're surge pricing all of a sudden. You're just going to go across the street to McDonald's and get a Big Mac. Not to mention for five bucks. They're not going to corner the market until they speed up their fast food drive-through speed times. I, I must confess, I don't go to Wendy's. Is is their drive-through slow? Uh, theirs is slow. Arby's, which is owned by Wendy's, is slow. The reason that McDonald's is the big Arby's? dog. I tried to go last Friday. Spent 15 minutes in line. The line didn't even move. Did they have the meats? Uh, no, I I left because oh. the line didn't move and I had to get to work. Okay. Why is Wendy's your go-to fast food? It's not. I just like their iced tea. Oh. And I do like the single Dave with cheese. I'm not going to lie. Big old fan. Do you know what I cannot have on my burger and it will make me gag if it's on there and I don't know why? A pickle. Ketchup and or tomatoes. And I love tomatoes, dot, 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 in almost any other setting. Really? I am not immune to having ketchup on my fries. You put that thing on a cheeseburger and I'm like, I don't know why. I cannot have ketchup on my burger. And I think the Wendy's single either comes with mustard or mayonnaise. That's not American. I know. I just, I don't like ketchup on it. I don't know why. And the the, the, the tomato makes it soggy. And I'm like, what? Oh, it's very soggy. See, the one thing I cannot... America is littered with sliced pickles for me throwing them out the window. Okay. If they're serrated, sliced, I like them. If they're flaccid and flat like the McDonald's pickles, I can't stand them. So if I, I don't even bother, like... On the rare occasion that I do go to McDonald's. The serrated dill? You don't like serrated dill no, pickles? I oh, don't. I love and so, those. On the rare occasion that I do go to McDonald's, and I, and I do like their hamburgers and their cheeseburgers. I think they're good. Um, but I would never say, you know, hey, I'll take a cheeseburger without the pickle. Because then you never know what you're going to get. And so I'll just say I'll take a cheeseburger, and then I'll, I'll remove the pickle later. But I always, when, when I get like a McDonald's hamburger or cheeseburger, I'll be halfway through the drive-thru, I'll open up the wrapper, take off the top bun, grab that pickle slice or two, and I just throw them right out the window. What, do you fling it against the side of the building? No, I throw it into their grass. <laughs> figure the geese will get it tomorrow. It is a travesty when they put the tomato outside of the lettuce on a burger and the bun gets all soggy. No. Tomato's got to be inside the how, lettuce. How long are you guys sitting on these burgers where the tomato gets them soggy? 
Well, I was referencing where you get like the big chunk of tomato at a nicer burger place, not a fast food place. Hmm. Okay. Uh, anyway, uh, Wendy says it is not going to raise prices, despite saying yesterday they were going to raise their prices. Uh, From will- the text line, combination businesses, a Denny's and a La Quinta. Uh, you want to talk about time flies? I just saw this on Twitter, and I have to bring this up. Uh, someone posted overnight that one year ago I took the last flight to ever leave the old KCI. Mm-hmm. It has Kansas City. It has been one, one year. year. Is it one we year have today? Had that shiny new airport. Is it one year today? Uh, it would have been yesterday that the last flight went out. So today, my assumption is that mm-hmm. the, the one-year anniversary of the first flight's leaving. Yeah. It's incredible. It's such a great airport. Well, and now I'm watching the video of the old terminal. I'm like, God, it was so gross. <laughs> that carpet. That. Oh, the bathrooms oh. at the end. You, did, you didn't even get towels to wash your hands with. You didn't have toilet paper to no, wipe with. <laughs> this, this is a drip-dry only system. We're drip-drying. Do you have to go number two? Not today. Not in here. Telephone number is 913-586-7798-586-7798. It's good to be with you guys. Uh, By the way, uh, I did step out uh, about an hour ago. It's not awful. Like, what's the current temp? Like 40 or something? Going to get a lot better tomorrow. It's 36. I tell you what, driving back from the game last night, I was basically in a snowstorm. Where is it? Uh, none it didn't of it, stick. None of it stuck to the roadway, but all I Blew could see was yeah, snow blowing. Wow. I slept right through it. Horizontal to the ground. Okay. Uh, a proof copy of the first ever Harry Potter novel that was bought for pennies in a secondhand bookshop 30 years ago has sold at auction for $13,900. Wow. British auctioneers Hansen said Monday that the first edition copy of Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, which states uncorrected proof copy on the cover. Oh, that's cool. Was bought in 1997 from a shop in South London with two other books for a total of 50 cents. The seller, who was not named, picked up the book about the famous boy wizard as a throw-in with the other titles and didn't even read it or pay much attention to it for years until she read online about the high prices that some Potter copies were achieving. Uh, the book was sold to a private UK buyer on Wednesday, uh, today, uh, for the price of £11,000 or $13,900. Wow. The Philosopher's Stone. I love the different title, too. Yeah. It was the Sorcerer's Stone. The official published book oh, is was that the right? Sorcerer's Stone. Oh, correct. wow. Hmm. Tell me the name of this song. I said something wrong. Now I long for yesterday. Yeah. What is it? Yesterday. Very good. Sir Paul McCartney first sang those moving words 60 years ago, but it's only now that he is revealing the real meaning behind them. On his A Life in Lyrics podcast, in which the legendary Beatles musician talks to listeners about stories behind some of his most famous songs, McCartney, who is now 81, said he believes the lyric was inspired by a regretful moment where he mocked his mother. Hmm. Quoting here from McCartney on the latest episode of his podcast, sometimes it's only in retrospect that you can appreciate it. I remember very clearly one day feeling very embarrassed because I had embarrassed my mom. 
The Liverpool-born musician explained that his mom, Mary, was a nurse of Irish origin, so she talked posh compared to the rest of the family. I don't know what that means. And that he had called her out for this while in the backyard of his childhood home. I know that she said something like, Paul, will you ask him if he's going? I went, ask, ask. It's ask, mom, not arsk. And she got a little embarrassed. And I remember later thinking, God, I wish I had never said that. And it stuck with me. After she died, I thought, OF, I really wish. Hmm. So yesterday by the Beatles is about Paul McCartney correcting his mother's English, even though she was Irish. Okay. Netflix um. is going to hike prices on its streaming plans. Oh, good God. They just hiked the prices. A move that should accelerate its revenue and earnings growth as it, it continues to take a bigger bite out of overall TV viewing. Uh, quoting here from Netflix in a statement. Uh, we expect to see rate increases this year. Uh, that, along with a ramp up in revenue from its ad-supported tier and healthy subscriber gains, should push the company's total revenue growth in 2024 to 15%, according to analysts. Last October, you're right, Danny, here it is, five months ago, Netflix increased the price of its basic plan from $9.99 to $11.99 in the U.S., also hiked its price in the U.K. and France. Netflix has not announced specific plans to hike subscription prices in 2024. I saw a story this morning on CNBC. I watch that channel way too much. Younger people are de-investing or disinvesting, whichever the proper term is, from streaming services. Unsubscribing? Yes. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Sam. Uh, young American adults are unsubscribing from streaming services. I haven't had Netflix for months. I, I have actually thought the other day, if I added everything up and then just stopped all of it, how many days would it take for the kids to notice? Like, if I just got rid of Paramount, who, like, all of that, how many days would it take the kids to notice? I can tell you the answer for my kids. Yeah. They would never notice. Huh. Isn't this... My kids only watch TikTok videos. That's what they watch. Is this not eerily similar to the downfall of cable initially, though? Yeah, right, but, th but right. this came quickly. I know. Well, this I mean, is not like really, the though. Betamax to the VHS. <laughs> 1983 to right? 84. Netflix has been there. streaming for like 10 years, though. Say it again. Netflix has been streaming for, I said 10 years. It's probably been more well, than that. And, and Netflix, I think, is the one that might, might come out of this unscathed. Even last year, when they increased their basic tier prices, they saw subscriptions go up. But they said that the, the, the ones that people are cutting now are like Apple, Paramount. Uh, what was the other one? Ironically, not even the more expensive ones. No. No. All right, quick break. Uh, Dan Weinbaum has the news coming up in two minutes. She is Dana Wright. That guy over there is Sam Stevie. My name is Scott Parks here on KMBZ. Thanks for listening to the Dana and Parks podcast. Remember, you can catch us online anytime at KMBZ.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.